Okay, Kenrick. So you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you know, and one that has done extremely well. So what are some of the success strategies you would share with other entrepreneurs? So I'd say if, um, for example, you're now starting off and you don't have access to, uh, let's say, uh, securing loans or things right. like that to start your business, yes. then set aside some seed money. Yes. So, you know, um, make some sacrifices do it out some things and, and, you know, set aside money to put towards achieving your goals. Okay. Um, <clears throat> get the necessary training if you have access to it so that you don't have to learn the hard way. You know, right. save yourself time and, and money that way. Set out to do the best that you can possibly do. So have that passion yeah. and drive to push yourself even beyond what you would have originally set out to do. So you start, you build your foundation and start to build from there. But do, do not ever hold back. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Yourpreneur. Today I will be interviewing Kenrick Rampiel. He's the founder and CEO of Silverpin Design Company Limited. It's more popularly known as Silverpin Studios. So with that, I'll turn over to Kenrick. Kenrick, what does Silverpin Studios do? Okay, well, Karian, first of all, let me say thank you for inviting me on your show. Uh, so Silverpin Studios, I would have to ask, uh, what do we not do? Because... <laughs> You know, we do a complete range of, we offer a complete range of services. Yes. Uh, from design to concept development, uh, video production. Yes. Photography. We ventured into printing services, canvas prints, and many other things are in the making, I should say. Right. Okay. Wow. Wow. So tell me a bit about your story. So, I mean... The Silverpin Studios I know now is, you know, one of the region's largest in this space. But what was your journey like? Okay, well, it started, um, I should say, I, I started in terms of education in the field of computer science. Okay. And um, through an incident where I was involved in a car accident, I started to rethink um, the, my direction. And with some support from family members and, you know, trying to find that, that space or that place, you know, yes. to utilize the, the gifts and the talents and the passion that you have, yes. I eventually switched over to applied arts. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> it, it, it sounds like polar opposites. It, it is. Uh, but I think I'm, I'm well able to adapt. Yes. So I apply a bit of logic and science. So I think what that allows me to do is to create a unique balance, you know, um, especially when you're dealing with a, a variety of clients and offering a range of services. Yes. You have clients that may appreciate the artistic side, and then you have clients that focus deeply on the logic and science of, of how things work. Right. Right. So being able to bring those 
two things to the table and final balance is what kind of set the foundation for Silverpin. Okay. So, Kenrick, I'm really intrigued. So, there you were studying computer science. You made the switch. But how did that translate into a business? So, okay, you wanted to, to apply your talents, but then how did you do that? What happened next? Okay, well, like a lot of things, when you pursue with that level of, of passion, it's, it, it does not come easy. Right. Um, in this field, uh, to start as a business, even the capital setup fees, equipment costs, space rental is quite costly. So like a lot of entrepreneurs now, I started off by working for someone. So I worked in the field in advertising uh, to the level of an art director. Okay. Um, I worked with, with some of the best um, and I'd say the knowledge and experience that I gained there right. is what amplified that drive to do more, to achieve more. And then the foundation from my parents, uh, as my father would always instill in us, you know, to, to pursue, your, you know, uh, your, your passion, your goals, um, to do the best in everything that you set out to do. My mother would balance that with the love and emotion, you know, <laughs> and um, she was also a bit artistic in terms of uh, she was a seamstress. She did a bit of hairdressing, okay. you know, flower arrangements. So all those things translated into what would have caused me to, to, to push in this direction. Okay, makes sense. So when you decided to go on your own and start your own business, um, you mentioned that equipment is expensive and so on. How did you get financing for the equipment or did you have savings or um, what, was, what did that entail? Well, <clears throat> I started off with the, using the savings that I had. So I, and of course, I started off small. So it was really a one-man operation when I started. Mm -hmm. And I started with the design aspect of the business. So back then, um, a computer to uh, a computer to enable you to do graphic design work was even more costly than today. Memory was more expensive. The screens were expensive. Those big Mac computers, yes. I mean, they were pretty expensive. So I had to take a loan. Right. Right. Um, and that together with the savings that I had, I started off, I worked from home. So I cut down on, on expenses, you know, overheads. Um, right. A simple one room operation with an AC unit, a desk and a computer. That's where wow. I started. Yeah. So Kenrick, how did you know when the time was right to start your own business? I think once you have a passion for something, there's always that, that little, um, what would be the best term? That there's something that, that prods you continuously to go out on your own, um, to be in control, to set your own destiny. You know, when you want to achieve things without too much uh, restrictions. So you said you worked for some of the best firms. Yeah. You had risen to the level of, you know, art um, director. director. Yeah. Weren't you afraid to leave that position? You know, you, you had a, a salary job, which, you know, I guess there is that predictability, that comfort. 
you know, working with reputable firms and now to go out on your own, like what gave you the impetus? How did you know the time was right? Why not hold on for five more years? You know, what, how did you know when it was time to leave? Sometimes you recognize that you've outgrown the space that you're in okay. and you want more. Um, you want to have the flexibility to push yourself further, to be more in control of your creative uh, skills and your, your creative thoughts and ideas. You want to see things in a bigger picture. So you tend to, that, that, that causes you to have that drive and determination to push forward. Because of that burning desire to, as you said, um, unleash the full capability of your, your, your talent and creativity, you know, you felt compelled to go on your, your own. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So when you finally went on your own, did you have second thoughts? I did not have second thoughts, but there were times when it became difficult. Um, and I had to be in a, a, a one person operation. I, you know, you had to wear several caps. So you had to do your own accounting. You had to do your own client services. It became frustrating at times. So I, I would definitely want to say uh, what helped me through all of that was a strong spiritual foundation, yes. which has been the basis even of Silverpin Studio as it is now. Right. Okay. So looking back, what do you think you could have done differently or better? I think um, in terms of starting a, a new business, yes. uh, maybe a, a little more research. Um, I, I think definitely because I never studied business, I would encourage any new entrepreneur, you know, don't think that you can figure things out just on your own. Maybe you will, yes. but it's going to cost you along the way. So what you may spend five and six years learning in the field, um, if, you if you acquire the correct training up front, you, you, may could, you could save yourself a few years. Okay, all right. And, and the kind of training that you're referring to. So you have the benefit of hindsight. What kind of research do you mean? Like enroll in a course or just talk to more business people or go on the internet? Like how do you think you could have accelerated that learning curve? I would say a bit of all of those. Okay. Um, and definitely starting with, with education. Okay. You know, um, enroll in a, in a business class, uh, learn the, 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 um, the basics at least um, to get right. you started, know how to balance your books, uh, how to conduct business, how to um, cost and, you know, how to factor in um, overhead expenses and, you know, all the things associated with running a business. Okay. In, in, in retrospect, do you think you should have started earlier? No, no. Okay. I, um, I, I, I believe I started in the right time. Uh, the industry was not... So I would say I started before time. Um, because the industry really was not open to smaller operations like mine right. at the time. So 
to to compete in that space it was challenging um but it happened at that time and we made the best of it and here we are now yes yeah okay so how did the pandemic affect you were you impacted at all yes definitely um we because we of we are we are primarily service based um we there's a lot of interaction between customers staff right. um clients and so on so we had to tailor our operations yes. um to be able to continue to provide services because there were some projects that could not just be put on hold right uh, so we had to find ways to continue uh tendering the jobs that we would have been tendering for um tenders that we would have won and we needed to still supply some level of service right we did have to take um pay cuts across the board yes um f from myself uh, coming down to the to this you know management staff etc and um we did that to ensure that everyone would at least still remain employed during the lockdown periods yes so there were some sacrifices but i have to say that i am very thankful that all of the team members were on board okay. and they supported fully and they gave me the support that i needed to lead them through both of the lockdowns to continue to operate you know as we are now okay well that's a relief to hear so what does the future look like for you what what do you see silver pin you know evolving or growing into in a year from now three years five years from now well let me first say that um we came to this space eight years ago wow. and when we came here at that time there wasn't a space this size offering this type of service so there yes. might have been smaller studio spaces right so as you mentioned in the beginning um, even throughout the caribbean yes. it would have been a, a bold step to yes. do something of this magnitude in the studio field so coming forward to now and where we're going to go in the next 1 to 5 years um i don't always know where exactly we're going to go but yes. wherever it is we're going to go very boldly um it's obviously going to take us in the direction of more digital um deliverables so we are exploring things like um online classes um on in speaking with a lot of other experts in the industry um there seems to be a, a huge market now for online classes for video production photography even design services and eventually when we get back to more normal operations we would eventually consider having workshops in the studio space itself to say if we're going to expand the space itself uh, i can't say at this time uh it's difficult with the economy and the pandemic to say if we're going to expand into new spaces uh it's difficult to say but i mean i i am hopeful that we would eventually be able to do that all right at the time i did this it would not have made any business sense pure gut and just 
um, just doing something before it's time. Yes. Yeah. Which which works, not all the time, you know. Um, so it's it's always a risk. Okay, Kenrick. So you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you know, and one that has done extremely well. So what are some of the success strategies you would share with other entrepreneurs? Okay, carry on. So I'd say if, um, for example, you're now starting off and you don't have access to, uh, let's say, uh, securing loans or things right. like that to start your business, yes. then set aside some seed money. Yes. So, you know, um, make some sacrifices do it out some things and, and, you know, set aside money to put towards achieving your goals. Okay. Um, <clears throat> get the necessary training if you have access to it so that you don't have to learn the hard way. You know, right. save yourself time and, and money that way. Set out to do the best that you can possibly do. So have that passion yes. and drive to push yourself even beyond what you would have originally set out to do. So you start, you build your foundation and start to build from there. But do, do not ever hold back. Do not ever hold back. If you make mistakes, if you get with social media now, uh, sometimes you may, you may put stuff out on social media. You may not always get the type of feedback that you would be hoping to get, yes. do not let that derail you from yes. pushing ahead, pressing forward, you know, give it everything, give it everything and watch it materialize. Okay. So have you tried other entrepreneurial ventures? I'd say, unfortunately, yes, I did, <laughs> um, which is why I'd say stick to what you know. Yes. Um, I did open a agriculture and plant shop shortly after I started the uh, silver pen business. Okay. And um, I learned some very, very hard lessons <laughs> because you're dealing with a whole different market, a whole different culture. You're dealing with farmers. You're competing against much larger agriculture shops and an industry where if you don't have the extent of capital to secure products at a competitive price, right. you will sink. Yeah, okay. you will sink. You have to be able to compete in that space. And if you, if you, if you really don't know the market, um, it'll be difficult. So I say stick, you know, stick to what you know. Okay. All right. So what has been your biggest accomplishment to date, in your opinion? Definitely seeing some of the people that came into Silverpin, become successful, pursue their own dreams, start their own businesses. Uh, some of them even now work with Silverpin as subcontractors. You know, just seeing people achieve their truest and fullest potential. Um, I remember m many incidents where uh, young persons would have started in silver pen, be it as designers, photographers, right. or video production, yes. and feel as though they couldn't make. You know, um, a few of them wanted to give up. They became frustrated. Uh, it's not an easy industry. Yes. You know, um, long hours, um, difficult clients, having to scrap. The, and going back to the drawing board with projects, you know, oh. it, it can be 
psychologically devastating for young people getting into this field. Yes. Um, but then seeing them overcome it, giving them the encouragement, the push, silver pin providing the platform that they could start to, you know, um, get energy from. Right. I, I think is the greatest accomplishment to date for the company, uh, you know, as the people. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's very commendable. And that's great news. That's a, that's a testament in and of itself. Thank you. So just to switch gears a little bit, can, we, can you tell me or tell us something about yourself that maybe we don't know or that we would not have guessed about you? Well, firstly, let me say that I'm not a chef, um, but I do love to cook. Okay. And uh, recently, I've been doing a lot more cooking. Okay. Uh, experimenting with new dishes, uh, developing some of my own recipes. So I've, I've, I've put a twist on uh, things like peanuts and red skins. And I, you know, do some baking. Okay. I, yeah, I like, you know, to get uh, fresh fish from, the, from the, the vendors and experiment, you know, yes. with, with cooking. Yeah. So could this be a, a new business in the making? It could be. Uh, <laughs> it could be. Um, I, I, I guess I could also say I, have, I do have a, 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 a little bit of, uh, not background, but exposure to the industry. Okay. Uh, because I, I do sit on the board of the THRTA, which is oh, yes. the Trinidad Hotels Restaurant and Tourism oh, Association. Okay. Um, so I from time to time did get involved with the TTHTI and more in terms of operations. Right. Um, but I, I think it, I just always like, I always like experimenting in the, in the kitchen. So who knows? Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> we're, we're looking out for that. So Kenrick, is there anything else you'd want to share with an entrepreneur that you think they might not know intuitively or they might not think about when they're getting into a business? Don't try to purchase everything for the business. Right. You don't always need to own everything, especially in a field like this. Um, in more recent times, there are a lot of new companies, like the foreign companies in New York, for example, that offer rental services. Okay. So you can rent equipment and resources, um, to deliver on projects, on tailored projects, you know, depending on your needs. So don't set out there and, and think, well, you need to have the best camera or the most expensive gear. Um, you could end up in the first year or two trying to recover a lot of costs that you could have put towards uh, growing your business. Mm -hmm. So don't spread yourself too thin as well. Um, know what your strengths are and focus on those strengths and build on those strengths. Okay, that's interesting. So you're saying be, you, you're in Trinidad and you could rent an equipment from a company uh, overseas. Well, so even, in, oh. even in Trinidad, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, so okay, okay, these okay. Uh, there are companies now in Trinidad um, that make these, uh, that, that offer these services. So it's more accessible now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. That's good to know. Okay. Well, Kenrick, I, I learned a lot about your business in the time that we spent here. And I learned a lot about 
running a business in the time we spent here. So I want to thank you for imparting your experience and your knowledge, you know, your learnings to entrepreneurs so that they can avoid as many of the pitfalls, um, you know, in starting a business as possible. So we thank you for joining us and for sharing with us today. Well, thank you, Karyan, for having me again on your show. And I hope that, you know, to see a lot more young entrepreneurs taking the chance, um, you know, being bold enough to step out and to not make some of the mistakes that I made, but to learn from people like us who have done it before and really put Trinidad and Tobago on the international map. Thank you. Thank you. So, well, guys, you heard it from Mr. Kenrick Rampiel. He shared with us some amazing insights about going big or going home. We thank you for joining us for another exciting, insightful episode of Yourpreneur. And I do look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Take care.